Hey everybody, this is Mike. Uh, just a heads up, the first 10 minutes of this podcast, there are some minor sound issues, but after that, it is smooth sailing. So, enjoy the show. Thank you. Mm. Hello everyone, and welcome to Big Pesci Island Vibes, episode 2. I'm your host, Michael. And uh, joining me today, my co-host, Errol, who is also, incidentally, my brother. Welcome. Thanks. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I, need you to, I need you to maintain that level of enthusiasm. <laughs> so, uh, you and I... Uh, saw this movie, maybe maybe you folks have heard of it. It's called Cats. And of course, right, right. So I don't know if you're supposed to refer to it as Cats, the musical, the movie. I think it's Cats, the film. Cats, the film. That's right. And uh, Cats is in all caps, I believe. Yep. Caps. Otherwise, you're right. Otherwise, pe- no one's going to know what the hell you're talking about. Right. Like, oh, yeah, I like cats. Oh, the animal? Sure. So, yeah, we, we watched this film, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty, uh, I don't know, would you call it life-changing? I'm, I haven't been the same since. <laughs> I, I've got to agree, because... Yeah, I'll just be having a normal day, and then all of a sudden, I'll have these images from that film kind of pop up in my brain. And it, yeah, every it time I see a, every time I see a tomcat on the street, I'm wondering if it's a jellical cat. <laughs> right, and we'll we'll get a little bit into what uh, what it means to be a jellical cat. Do you find yourself seeing a lot of tomcats on the street where you live, or? Yeah, most of them are full-on tomcats. <laughs> and I actually just adopted a cat, so it's extremely relevant for me. Um, all right, I guess we should start with uh, a little bit about the man himself, Mr. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Or yeah, Baron Lloyd Webber. What, yeah. what era is he? Well, he was born in 1948. Okay. Um, and he he started composing shits uh, in the 70s with his first work. Have you ever seen uh, Jesus Christ Superstar? I've seen it. Yep. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, have you seen a picture of have you seen a picture of Andrew Lloyd Webber? I have not. It's grotesque. He's uh he's horrible to look at. What's his, um, what's his... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. He's a freak. He's a freak show. <laughs> he's got Big old bags under his eyes. Uh the space between his nose and his mouth is like a mile. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he's an odd looking fellow, as it were. Defined uh, uh crevasse. <laughs> it is a it's an it's it's a vast crevasse, to say the least. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> so um uh, when Andrew Lloyd Webber was 17, he started in musical theater, and uh, then he was introduced to the aspiring pop singer Tim Rice, and his first collaboration was The Likes of Us, which is a musical based on the true story of Thomas John Barnardo. I don't know what the fuck any of that means. Yeah, you lost me. <laughs> let's just say he's uh you know an early theater kid a real oddball um 
and he just starts belting out these weird fucking musicals. Do you know what kind of drug habit he had? Um, if you know, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing a lot on what his uh, drug of choice was. I imagine he was, I imagine he dabbled in a little bit of everything to produce this kind of weird shit. Um, but you know, you know what he was most known for in his career was that he would uh, rip people off. <laughs> you all right? Yeah. Um, packet them. No, he uh, he steals songs from people. Oh, insane songs of his. <laughs> no, he'd steal like little uh, riffs here and there. Like, uh, for example, you know uh, the song "Echoes" by Pink Floyd. He ripped mm-hmm. that off big time in Phantom of the Opera. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think it's that part where okay. it goes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ripped it off. For sure. And I guess uh, Damn, Roger so. Waters <laughs> Roger Waters said it was probably actionable, but he did not care to take it to court. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, crazy, he man. said He's, oh, well, I guess it's not really worth my time, is it? Right on. So, yeah, he's he's noted for doing Phantom of the Opera, uh, fucking Jesus Christ Superstar, all that shit. But that's that's not what we're here for. We are here to talk about cats. And, uh, so he didn't he didn't start writing cats with uh, a blank slate. There's a book of poetry called <laughs> called Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. And that was written by T. S. Eliot in nineteen thirty nine. Yes, the original's not called cats, it's old old possum. That's right, and there's no mention of Old Possum in his production. Uh, just it, So did T.S. Eliot, I wonder if T.S. Eliot referred to himself as Old Possum, because he wrote it. Mm-hmm. What, what else was T.S. Eliot known for, do you know? Yeah, I can tell you. Yeah, fuck it. Probably some shithead. <laughs> Nothing noteworthy. <laughs> Who cares? It's just... He's just a name, you know? Yep. But, uh, so he, I guess he just sat down, he read this book, he was in a K-hole or some shit. Uh, probably locked himself in a room with a dozen cats and was, like, sniffing their asses and shit and just writing these crazy fucking songs. He was inhaling their and, fur. Uh, <laughs> right. He would, he'd have lines of cat fur. He's getting table. it. He's getting it like he likes to get it lodged in between the uh, like the nasal duct that comes down to the behind. The... That's right, and that that would give him the high he was looking for. He gets it lodged in there. He gets that. <laughs> he was addicted to the tickle. <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine that there were cats in his apartment that like didn't make the cut. In the play, it's like, like, oh, just... yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like, I'm not even gonna include you, stinky Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> You're not worthy. <laughs> called Deezer as well. <laughs> Deezer's good, yeah. I'd like there to be a Deezer cat. Ended up on the cutting room but, floor, unfortunately. Yeah. Rumple Teaser is the, the one that came out on top. It's the cream of the cat. <laughs> and the cats enjoy cream, too. Um, so, yeah, he writes this wild fucking musical in the 80s, I believe. And uh, 
Yeah, from 81. He won a Tony for it. Uh, he probably was responsible for creating a whole generation of furries. here what's up deezer they call me deez for short folks i'm joined by lil deezer the uh, rejected cat <laughs> i've been working on this character <laughs> yeah you've been workshopping this for a while haven't you can we yeah, get man. uh can we get a little taste of your signature Caterwall? Wow. These are... <laughs> and you, you just say your own name like a Pokemon. Yeah, it's, that's this shtick. <laughs> <laughs> Makes everybody that's remember cool. your name. <laughs> Truly jellical. <laughs> shit <laughs> all right okay well we had some uh we had some technical difficulties but it uh allowed errol to get into character which is going to benefit the rest of the podcast i feel like uh i think we we've gone enough we've gone over enough of that fucking backstory bullshit we're here to talk about the movie right yeah let's tear into the cat Let's turn to Cat. Now, I'm reading now that this (laughs) is considered by some to be one of the worst films ever made. That's ridiculous. That's a bold statement. There are some real stinkers out there. Yeah, that's absurd. There's way worse. Oh, yeah. There's there's unwatchable. I mean, this one might be unwatchable unless you're on acid. That's true. I guess we don't. Yeah, I really can tell you. Yeah, I guess I haven't tried to sit through it straight. So, yeah, that's a good point. But I, I, mean, I don't know. Into others. Right. I, I think it's pretty engaging, though, especially if you go into it not really knowing what to expect. Yeah, I mean, it's over-the-top sensational. You know, you get to get in there with the cats, see the way they crawl. You can put Tail yourself. Up. You can put yourself in Deezer's skin. Exactly, and that's, you know, I think a, a big thing about cats is that it helps you become sympathetic with furries. <laughs> that's right, and Andrew Lloyd Webber was responsible for creating a whole new generation of, or pro- possibly the first generation of furries. There's a good chance of that. I didn't hear about him before Andrew Lloyd Webber, so right. I think they came out right around the same time. (laughs) That's right. And they didn't have like a big online community to get together and like dry hump through their costumes back then. Yeah, they they weren't all cutesy with like the the big eyes and everything. Right. Yeah, like some of those uh, some of those older costumes, they didn't have the technology to make them look good. Right, yeah, it was just like sweatshirts with uh, like fur, like glued to it. Yeah, they just glue fur to their faces. Right. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> so yeah, we went into this, uh, we both wanted to see it, and it did not disappoint. 
I mean, if you like weird shit, you're you're gonna have a good time, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I've gotten a lot of backlash on this one, <laughs> and I pretty much had to go into the cat's closet. <laughs> Another closeted cats fan, huh? Yeah. I I've brought this film up with multiple friends, and they're just not having any of it. Not some of them hit me for it, and I felt ashamed for even bringing it up. But I'm glad <laughs> we're talking about it today. That's right, and we may be ostracized from the internet for this episode and being uh, cats advocates to some extent, but uh, we're just here to present the truth you know yeah cats is really good (laughs) right maybe good otherwise i don't know i already got the experience i can't turn back you know what i mean it's a one and done kind of thing yeah that's for sure yep there's no like wiping it from your memory and like starting fresh it's 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 kind of uh it's like ingrained in your DNA afterwards, almost. Right. So let's start out with the beginning of Cats. Uh, it's set in London, and uh, it, immediately it's tripped out as fuck, and suddenly you hear the craziest fucking music you ever heard. Like, you remember that opening intro song? It's like, and there's like bells and shit. Yeah, it's like uh, when the acid hits and you have to take a shit all of a sudden. That's that's the feeling at the point that drop. That's a good way of describing it. I think we looked at each other at the same time. And we're just like, oh fuck, we're in for it now. Yeah. So um, there's a car throws our uh, main protagonist out of the window. And this is Victoria, the young white cat. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then she uh, is, she, yeah, she's in a bag and she pops out. And all of a sudden, there are a bunch of nightmarish humanoid cat beings surrounding her in a kind of menacing way. Right. They're going to like jump her, do yeah, whatever they I- want. Yeah, I half expected there to be a brawl right off the bat, but instead they start to sing. Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) So the first song, uh, I think the first, would you say that the first song is just kind of them letting them, letting Victoria know what they're all, Jellicle Cats are all about? Uh, From what I remember, yeah, they just go straight into the Jellicle number. Mm Mm-hmm. They start so, laying uh, it down with Jill. That's right. So a Jellicle cat is a musical cat, first and foremost. Mm. Right. And uh, it, to my understanding, they have some sort of secondary um, trait that makes them unique, I guess. Like magic. Right. Magic is oh. the one that Mm-hmm. really good dance moves right i think they're all fantastic dancers i mean cats are generally pretty graceful yeah <laughs> yeah they're all dancing mm. so victoria's like what the fuck what the fuck is happening you know everyone that's watching is also thinking the same thing uh and then uh Oh, yeah, and there's something about how, like, cats, every cat needs, like, three names. Is that right? Yeah, you remember that shit? They're, like, they're, one one of their names is one that they keep to themselves, I think. Another name is the name that their owner gave them. And then the third name is uh, their Jellicle name, I think. Yeah, gotcha. Some weird shit. Andrew Lloyd yeah. Webber was on some fucking bullshit. He's smoking cat turds fresh out the box. <laughs> he takes he a would, cigar cutter. Yeah. He bites off the end, he spits it, and then he uses cigar cutter on the other end. 
real proper right. like mm-hmm. and then he sheaves those loaves <laughs> and you know they're laden with catnip too so they burn they burn surprisingly well so he doses them with the nip mm-hmm. and then it then transfers through their system that's right and then he smokes the product that they their their defecation. He smokes that shit. And that's how he came up with this. That's <laughs> he he became old possum. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, they sing a bunch of bullshit. They describe what it means to be a jellical cat. And then uh the there's one guy uh oh monkus strap he's kind of like the main singer cat that kind of walks victoria through it he's like come check this shit out he takes her up in the window and he shows her fucking uh what's her name she's you know the most annoying british british person oh rebel wilson oh the gumby gumby cats that's right yeah. So, <laughs> so when they get up in the window, he's like, "Look at that! Look at this fucking cat!" And Gumby Cat is like, if I remember correctly, she's just like spread eagle, like licking her legs or some shit. Yeah, I was doing all that nasty cat stuff, but with yeah. a weird disembodied human face. Yeah, and that's the most disturbing thing about it is that their faces are on these small cat heads and it just looks completely unnatural. And sometimes it's like coming off the edge, right? Like if they turn too fast, it's like the face is just kind of floating around it or something. Right. It's like the face is trying to escape the, the <laughs> cat body. Right. And it is horrifying to look at for sure. Yeah. It's, it's got like an uncanny <laughs> Valley thing going on. Because you right. see a lot of your favorite actors, like Sir Ian McKellen, or <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Elba. Yeah. Right, but yeah, some heavy hitters. Yeah, I just, you know, it's something that maybe never should have been, but they did anyway. They fucking went for it, and God bless them for it. Yeah, what a treat. As far as I'm concerned. So yeah, they do this big musical number about fucking Gumby Cat. I guess the character's name is... Jenny and Jenny Annie Dots, or something like that. Not a good name. Yeah, and you know what I I picked up from this musical number uh, because she starts singing about like training these mice to sing and like the all these roaches to march and shit, and then she like eats them. Right, I got kind of a uh, walrus and the carpenter kind of vibe from the whole thing. That's the walrus that eats the oysters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. She trains the roaches to do Boy Scout activities, but then she'll, like, <laughs> select a random one and eat it. <laughs> right. Cats eat roaches. <laughs> no, not typically. Unless they're a Gumby cat. <laughs> Except for a Gumby cat, right. And, yeah, we watched the whole thing and the whole musical number about what it means to be a Gumby cat. And by the end of it, we still had to Google what the fuck it means to be a Gumby cat because we just weren't getting it. Right? Yeah, I, I can't get past the name. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just think of, I only know one Gumby and it's that green asshole made out of yep. clay. That's right. <clears throat> so That's Rebel Wilson. What was that? He's ultra flexible. Yeah, he is flexible as hell. Um, so yeah, Rebel Wilson, she's really obnoxious. She does some of her like clowning, and then they introduce Rum Tum Tugger. You know, I always thought he was Rum Tum Tiger. That's funny because I always thought it was Rum Tim Tigger. Huh. <laughs> We're both fucked up on that. He's a tugger. <laughs> ah, Tugga. <laughs> now, what what are your uh, first impressions on Rum Tum Tugger? I can't remember exactly which one that was. Was it like 
the boyish one. Yeah, he's like, Rum Tum Tugger is a curious cat. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got like zero attention span, so he's he starts doing one thing and then he wants to do something else. Very cat. Okay, he's one of those cats. Mm-hmm. So I guess in the musical, yeah, it's total spaz. In the musical, he's like a big deal, but um, in in the movies, it's kind of like he has his one musical number and then he fucks off, you know. And uh, in the movie, he's yeah, in the movie, he's barely present. He has his one musical number and then he's just kind of aloof. Um. And he is portrayed by someone named Jason Derulo, which I guess is an American singer. And he does this mm. horrible, like, over-exaggerated British accent to the point of where you can't really understand what he's saying. Oh, wow. So, oh, yeah. I, 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 Some of the lyrics are like, if you offer me a pheasant, I'd rather have grouse. Okay. You ever eat grouse? I never had a grouse. Here it's good. Here it's real good. So then he does his bullshit number, and then uh, let let's let's get to uh, fucking Grizabella. Yeah, nobody wants her. Nobody wants her. Uh, and at first, you and I were kind of like, why? Why does everyone hate her? And then. Once we started listening to her songs, it's like, oh, she's a fucking buzzkill. Yeah, what? She's like aging or something, and and now she's just not the cat she used to be. Like, is that the deal? Well, that's the thing. Is there's old Deuteronomy is old as shit, and the right. cats worship Deuteronomy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm reading that. Uh, one of the one of the ideas of why everyone hates Grizabella so much is that she has mange. Ew. Yeah. Yep. So they kind of shun her for that reason. Um, mm. And by the way, there there are some like kind of biblical parallels that you could draw in this, like with the name Deuteronomy. Uh huh. And uh, what, Mistopheles? Uh huh. There's like a Mistopheles in the Bible, right? Yeah, for whatever reason, I always thought it was like same as Old Nick or Old Scratch. Right. Oh yeah. It's it's hard to keep track of all all of Satan's nicknames. He's slick. He's a real slick guy. But yeah, so Grizabella shows up. She sings a song about, oh, I'm a miserable cunt. Kill me. Yeah, it's sad. It's like much worse than a Carpenter song. <laughs> Which you're total, always a bummer. Yep. We should probably talk about the uh, Jellicle Ball. <laughs> I can't believe I'm Jell- saying this. Yeah. <laughs> So, the, yeah, this is a big part of it. Like, the whole reason all these cats are going so fucking ape shit on this particular night is because it's the Jellicle Ball, where they elect a cat to enter the uh, heavy side layer. And uh, there's, there's some speculation about exactly what that is. And uh, a lot of people say that it's death for a cat. Huh. Yeah, and they believe, like, you become reincarnated as a new cat or something. Huh. I mean, that makes the most sense for Grizabella because she's so grizzled. Yeah, exactly. And just pathetic. Right, right. But here's the thing. Uh, The other cats that are nominated are... Uh, fucking Idris Elbow, McCavity, the mystery McCavity, cat. Yeah. And he's just kind of like the uh, aloof kind of uh, evil one. And he has he has some sort of magic ability or some shit. Yeah, he's like a gangster. Yes. Yep, exactly. And he's, he's like picking the cats off throughout the movie and bringing them That's to right. some 
barge or something. There's barge, yes. Right. Filthy barge. And there's that other troll cat over there that he's always kicking out. That's like, right. I'm gonna I think you're referring to uh, Growl Tiger. Tiger. What's his name? Growl Tiger. <laughs> That's <what. laughs> a whack name. Another, another grizzled ass cat. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're all stoked about this fucking uh, Jellicle ball. They're gonna have a big cat orgy and fucking each other and shit. Um, oh yeah, and then uh, Gumby Cat is nominated for uh, the Jellicle ball. Huh. And then yeah, the- I feel like Gumby should not be nominated for the Jellicle ball. Right, exactly. I think it made more sense in the musical because I guess she was more of like an old lady cat. Okay. But Rebel Wilson is like young. Which, yeah, which kind of threw me for a loop. But And then the yeah. other one that was nominated was <laughs> uh, probably the second most, I don't know, probably tied for the most annoying British person on the planet, which is James Corden. Uh-huh. And he plays Bustopher Jones, the fat cat. <laughs> he's got like, he's a cat in spats, right? Right, exactly. And uh, yeah, that was something I liked was McCavity got the biggest kit or biggest fucking laugh out of him being in spats. You know, yeah. like, puss in spats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah he's really for it. Yeah, that really tickled him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think what he wears like a top hat, a coat, and then he has a big balloon body like at the bottom yeah. of like yeah, it's, swollen it's, out of the coat and then right. it re- tapers down into those spats again and the rest of him is confined <laughs> in the spats. <laughs> so Pretty similar to Pretty similar know, like... to James Corden's actual physique, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he sings a song about being fat as hell and loving to eat shit. And they're, like, eating prawns. And he's, like, guzzling champagne. Oh, yeah. He takes down a prawn where it's, like, large when he's holding it. But then it just goes right in. No problem. <laughs> you know, like, it, like as it enters his mouth, it becomes small. <laughs> <laughs> he just compressed quickly. Right. Like, like he, also, jaw. he also drinks from a sewer hole in this part. Right? <laughs> no. <laughs> he, no, like, think... he takes like a tube that's off to the side and he pulls it over and he's just like taking the sludge. <laughs> I, think... I rewatched it <laughs> with my wife and <laughs> I, I think I know the part you're talking about. I think it's a bottle of champagne. What the he, hell? Yeah, he fall, <laughs> he falls into a trash can, and Rum Tum Tigger's in there with a couple of hose. Uh And and uh, Rum Tum Tigger just knocks the champagne bottle over, and just like it just starts pouring down Bustopher's throat. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and, I guess I I wouldn't expect so much champagne to be in the trash you know like i'd expect right. a sludge tube down there yeah and then he's like thanks rum tum oh, <laughs> he keeps on doing his shtick <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um he does his whole bit and then uh mccavity i think kidnaps him too yeah uh, it's 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 chaos and it's it's hard to uh keep up with and yeah, then, and also uh, there's teleportation, right? Right, exactly. He can teleport them for some reason. Yeah, he just like grabs them by the scruff. Yeah, because he's the mystery cat. So yeah, takes you away to his trash barge, shitty barge. <laughs> terrible, hideous <laughs> troll cat there <laughs> with with boring ass growl tiger, Ugh. who sounds like. Uh, Fuck, I can't think of his name right now. That old, the guy that played Mario in the shitty Mario movie. Oh yeah, Lou Albano. 
No, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> he really sounds like Bob Hoskins. Yeah, big, big Bob Hoskins energy. And I think if he were still alive, he probably would have been cast for that part. Yeah. So then, um, fucking Victoria, she, she, uh, like loses track of the rest of the cats and she meets up with Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser. Yeah, Mungo Jerry. Uh, this is probably the most forgettable moment in the movie for me. Uh, their whole thing is that they like to steal shit, I guess. Oh, yeah, they're all they're in that apartment and they're fucking around yeah dicking with these people's shit yeah so yeah that wasn't too interesting so then uh after that they regroup and then old deuteronomy shows up played by judy dench the dench wench what do you what are your thoughts on her (laughs) old deuteronomy she's got a nice neck roll (laughs) <laughs> you could tell it's just silky some good, soft. Some good know? scruff. <laughs> yeah. It's all around uh, kind of piled up to her head. That's true. And her head is just like the tip. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah, so I mean, that was like a big takeaway for me. <laughs> <laughs> So um, in in the play, Old Deuteronomy is uh, a man. And, what? Um, yeah, yeah. So what? they they switched what? it up there, and uh, when when they're singing about him, Rum Tum Tugger mentions one of the reasons why he respects Old Deuteronomy is because he's had like eighty different mates or something like that. Old Deuteronomy as a as a man as a male yes. cat. That's right. Yep. He's really swinging that barbed cat wang here and there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Whatever. whatever weird, that. weird ass cat dick. Yeah, that's disgusting. That's. They yeah. should make another cats where they address that. Right. Well, you know, there is a butthole cut of the movie where all the cats had assholes. The butt they, cut? Yeah, the butt cut. I guess they thought that was too much. So they. They cut out all the assholes. They cut out everyone's assholes. Yeah. <laughs> all the actors. <laughs> they just smoothed them over with fur. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's that's fucked up, man. <laughs> I feel like, you know, with like all the effort they went through to get this right. film out to us mm. and they aren't going to showcase these cat assholes. Which is yeah. just like a part of the cat's personality, you know. They're always showing it off. Fucking, they're cuddling you one minute and they're turning the next minute. It's right there in your face. It's like a, it's like a badge of honor for them. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know it's what I mean? Signature move. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like you're gonna get that asshole in your face at one point. Like, check this out. <laughs> I wonder. The movie might have done better if they had left the assholes in, but. Yeah, I agree. I guess we'll never know. <clears throat> anyway, old Deuteronomy, uh I guess old Deuteronomy gets to choose the fucking gets to make the jellical choice, which is what all the cats are vying for. Um and old Deuteronomy's old as fuck. She's like be careful with old Deuteronomy. <laughs> She's old. Um, so jumping ahead a little bit, uh, let's, let's talk about Ian McKellen, Sir Ian McKellen. This is what I've been waiting for. (laughs) This is, this is the big payoff. I think this is the climax in the episode. Uh, so Ian McKellen plays a character called Gus, the theater cat, that's it. Right. Everyone has these wild fucking names. But listen to this. His full name is Asparagus. But in the song, he says, that's too much of a pain to say. So just call me Gus. 
<sighs> All right. Fucking Mr. Mistopheles. Yeah, I mean, asparagus is not a catchy name. It's not like it's hard to say. But it's, it's not. Like, it's a it's a pretty good vegetable. A lot of people like it. Oh, a fine vegetable. No, so are yeah, you it, saying he's like ashamed of the name, which is maybe why he has people shorten it? Yeah, I don't know. It's just plain compared to the other names. And it's oh, like, pretty, I see. like it's a, it's something that exists where the other names are completely fantastical. Right. So he's like, fuck it. Just call me Gus. <laughs> if I'm going to have a shitty name, it might as well be short. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So Sir Ian McKellen puts on this fucking cat outfit. <laughs> I just like to imagine the director directing Sir Ian McKellen. Yeah, like, you can't, right? He just comes out there and does his thing. You probably can't really tell him too much. <laughs> right. It's like, all right, uh, Sir Ian McKellen, I need you to get down on all fours, first of all. And uh, can, can you give me your patented caterwaul, Sir Ian McKellen? Mm-hmm. And I guess he got really into it. Like, he would be, uh, Ian McKellen would be, like, taking shits in other people's trailers and leaving dead mice in front of their right. doors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you know, I heard that he was cutting the seat out of his pants. Right. And I heard that was a big part of why they took the assholes out of the movie. Because Ian McKellen ruined it for everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Take off <laughs> Fly, you fools. Okay. <laughs> Because Ian McKellen was a big theater nerd. Like, he wasn't really known for shit until he played uh, Magneto in the X-Men. Really? That's that's what broke? Yeah that, yeah, that and Gandalf. Like, before yeah. that, it was mostly just theater shit. Huh. All right. Yeah, so he's not a big deal. He could get down on all fours and Catterwall and shit. Yeah. So hold on. He was the perfect. It was perfectly cast for him to be Gus the theater cat, the aging theater cat. Exactly. Because he's like kind of this old queen. He comes from a theater background. He's uh, burnt out. and, And his song is pretty depressing, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's weird. They just keep going back to the the old thing. And it's just like their their time is pretty much up. There's not much left. Exactly. Like the whole thing is really uh keeps going back to like your mortality and uh yeah. and you know getting older and yeah, it deals a lot with that. So mm-hmm. and uh yeah, his his song is moving. Um but uh it's more spoken word almost. It's like Yes, I'm Gus the theater cat, and sure, I can't dance as good as I used to. And <laughs> That's sure, I, sure <laughs> I can't make it to the litter box quite in time, so I <laughs> shit on your kitchen floor. It's <laughs> a <laughs> matter of fact about it. Right. And, uh, but yeah, all the cats seem to dig it. Old Deuteronomy is like, fuck yeah, this is cool as shit. So then, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, after his little spiel, uh, McCavity snatches him away. Oh, he gets snatched uh, up. Yeah, he <laughs> gets snatched up. He ends up on the barge with those other assholes. So McCavity is just trying to wipe out all the competition so he can be the jellical choice. That's right. <clears throat> so then I so think he I- just wants to die soon. I guess so. I guess that's his motivation. Hmm. Yeah, which I I don't get because McCavity seems also seems like a younger kind of cat that has a lot going for him. Right. Because 
I think the next part was uh, when Taylor Swift enters and sings a whole musical number about how badass he is, basically. Mm-hmm. And she's swinging from the chandelier, and uh, she's like getting everyone fucked up on catnip. She's think, like the hoe cat. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and she's like super busty, and she's getting everyone yeah. high. I think that musical number is the closest the film ever came to uh, full on cat orgy because that is the cat orgy scene. Yeah, straight up. Yep. Um. And she kind of comes out of nowhere, and then she leaves really suddenly after her musical number. <clears throat> and then there's, like, uh, an uprising on the barge. Like, they fight Growl Tiger or something. I don't remember entirely what happens. But, uh... They bowl him over. <laughs> right. And they get off the barge somehow. But then uh, our main protagonist, Victoria the White Cat... She's like, hold on. None of these assholes should be the Jellicle choice. Then she goes and she scoops up old Grizabella off the street. Right? And gets fleas. And she gets fle- she gets mange. <laughs> <laughs> she brings fleas in. Yeah. And then everyone hates her. But yeah, she's like, look, if anyone should die, it's this old cunt. Look at her. She's miserable. So, okay, so these cats that don't become the Jellicle choice and they're still old as fuck, what happens to them? I guess they just have to keep living as their punishment. <laughs> I don't Damn. Know. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I guess it kind of does go back to the whole biblical thing with like the promise of the afterlife or whatever it is they think they're going to get out of it when they get on that fucking hot air balloon ship or whatever it is. Right. Yeah, what the fuck? The hot air balloon. So, yeah. So McCavity, he just thinks that he's going to take a shortcut to like heaven or something. Oh, yeah. He's like trying to like fuck everybody out of it. That's but right. You really gotta be a mangy old puss to get up there. You gotta be so grizzled. That's right. You have to be so fucking miserable. But still beautiful. That's right. And she proves that she is still beautiful despite her grotesque fa- uh, facade with uh, what ended up becoming the uh, like the theme for Cats and the most notable song beautiful song called memory Hmm. and uh yeah that's the one you think of when you think of cats it's she really belts it out um yeah it's a showstopper that's right and the other cats recognize it old dude even old deuteronomy is like oh shit that's what's up yep So they make her the fucking jellical choice, much to the dismay of McCavity. And uh, yeah, they send her off on a fucking hot air balloon. She gets to go to the heavy side layer, which is heaven, I guess. They call it the heavy side layer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, man? It's tripped out. Yeah. It's weird as fuck. Um, yeah. I don't understand at all. But uh, yeah, there you go. And then they have a really unmemorable, like, final musical number. And then uh, I remember at the end, like, what it all comes down to they say, like, a cat is not a dog. Right. It's like, yeah. really? That's what it all boils down to? That's the big takeaway? After all that insane shit? Yeah, dogs are nothing. <laughs> you know, they're right. just, like they're so lame and they like have no concept of self. Exactly. Are like these supreme beings that have a whole drama. Right. I bet dogs only have one name. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb as shit. 
dumb ass fucking dogs. And there's no musical called Dogs. Nope. And there never no, will it, be. It just wouldn't be elegant, you know? <laughs> That's right. So yeah, uh the movie is fucking bonkers. Uh huge production value. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of uh great choreography. Um their tails are like always moving with their like emotions. It's just like a real cat. Yeah, the tail movements were pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um I I did I think I failed to mention a couple of cats I'd like to bring up real quick before we start to wind down here. Uh there is of course Skimble Shanks, which is one of the best names. Yeah. And his deal is he's the railway cat. I don't know what yeah. what his he's significance like was. What's that? He's like the head of transportation for cats. Right, yeah. And he just shows up and everyone's fucking stoked. They're like, oh shit, Skimbleshanks. And he starts tapping all over the place. He does his music number. I don't know if he's necessarily an integral part of the story, but that was, that was a fun part of the movie, right? Yeah, I remember him having a decent song. Yeah, and just the fact that all the other cats got so stoked about him. It got me stoked too. I was like, this guy must be a big fucking deal. Right. They start carousing. Right. <laughs> you know, you see him, they're like up on a limb and they're looking down. Right. <laughs> With that big weird catish smile. Like, ah, <laughs> old uncle skimbles here. Yep. Love that guy. Yeah. It is some really bizarre shit. <clears throat> and it is amazing that, they remade it into a new film with all of our favorite actors and actresses with the highest definition graphics I've ever seen. Yeah. It looks fantastic and horrifying all at the same time. So, yep. Oh, if you're going to watch it, man, I highly recommend some kind of hallucinogen. Yes, definitely uh, partake in some psychedelics, uh, sit down with your loved one, and just, yeah, watch it. Uh, it did win some Raspberry Awards. Let's see. In 2020, March 16th, it won Worst Picture, uh, Worst Director, Tom Hooper, <clears throat> uh, Worst Supporting Actor, James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> Worst Supporting Actress, Rebel Wilson. What the hell? Why are they hating on her? did a fabulous job. Judy Dench got nominated for that, too. But Rebel Wilson won, of course. See, they're just Um, razzing them. (laughs) That's what they're known for. Worst Screen Combo. Any two half-feline, half-human hairballs. I don't even know what that means. And also won the Worst Screenplay. By Lee Hall and Tom Hooper. So that whole so, hairball thing that that really discredits the Razzies. Right, exactly. That was that's the razziest possible uh, nomination there could yeah, be. It's pretty low. Yep, <laughs> that's low even for you, Raz Razzies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Up against as a fan of the Cats film. I yeah, I see that. I I knew that to some extent, but uh reading some of this, I'm like, holy shit, people really, really hate this shit with a passion. So I mean that's a legacy in itself because you know there's a lot of people that enjoy bad shit. So check it out for Christ's sake. Don't take our word for it. Yeah, it's gonna be a hit. Cult hit one of these days. Exactly. Just like, like, just like Geely. I'm predicting it. <laughs> That's right. And everyone, please be sure to keep an ear out for our Geely episode uh, where we will do a deep dive into Geely. I got a firm grasp on Geely. <laughs> yeah, I, I might just let you take the home on Geely, honestly. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll have to watch it again. Oh, man. <laughs> oh shit. 
Well, yeah, there you have it. Fucking cats, man. Uh, check out the movie. Uh, check out the musical. Oh, another thing I wanted to mention is that when the movie first came out, they everyone was like, oh, the movie's so hypersexual. Well, I started watching some uh, clips from the musical. Mm-hmm. That shit's fucking sexual as hell, dude. That's it how is they so get horny. You. Yep. Yep. That's right. That's, that's how that's... they bring you to the furry side. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. The heavy side layer. <laughs> uh, that's right. I mean, I've been working on my fursona. Tell me about that. Uh, my fursona is a wild boar. Okay. Can you guess his name? Hmm. Boris? Quigley. <laughs> cool. What's, so what's Quigley's deal? So he loves to crash parties. Okay. So it's like a boar in a China shop. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll have my companion go ahead of me when I show up to the furry party. Mm. And everybody's just going to be kind of doing their thing, you know? And whoever I'm with is going to be like, look out, guys, Quigley's coming. And then, like, you can hear, like, the stamping, you know, huffing and puffing. And then I come running through and I bowl the guests over. What do you think? That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> I think it's good. I think you're going to be welcomed with open arms into the furry community. Quigley. Yeah. <laughs> you got your well, together? Uh no, I'm actually still hashing mine out. I don't feel like I feel like uh would you mind if I kind of borrowed Deezer to start with? Because I'm kind of yeah, digging Deezer. that. It's a good name. Yeah, Deezer's good. So, um, oh yeah, I did want to say wild boar, boars with the tusks, goes for the ice. That's right. <laughs> well, Everybody should know an anaconda episode too. Yeah, yeah, that's that's crucial. It's one of the greatest films of the nineties. <laughs> it is great. You I know, could say I, that. Wholeheartedly. You're nineties boy. That's right. Yeah. I feel kind of weird that we didn't talk much about Mr. Mistopheles, but honestly, fuck him. Who gives a shit? I can't, I can't remember him. He was not He's... satanic enough for me. <laughs> right. Too innocent. He's like he kind of... up the cats on poles. Doing That's right. Yep. He's just too meager. He's like this little magician pussy, like Oh, I could pull flowers out of my top hat. Oh, and he had the like the white stripe down the middle of his face. That's right. Black yep. And that was just not a good look. Yep, that's right. Yeah. And uh I think he and Victoria ended up hooking up at the end. Who knows? Yeah, he wowed her. Yep. Didn't wow me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that is the fucking Cats episode. God damn it. You fucks. One more thing. Yeah, tell me about it. The iconic Cats t-shirt from the 80s. Yeah, what's with that? Why do you see so many people wearing that shit? It must have been a huge hit. I mean, that's like a classic thrift store find. The Cats crew neck sweatshirt or the Cats t-shirt. For sure. It is a striking and image, you know? You're right. It it is. Uh yeah, it is truly iconic. And actually, if uh anybody listened to this whole damn thing, first of all, what 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 is wrong with you? Secondly, um, if you happen to have one of those cats t shirts uh on hand, take a picture and uh send it to BPIV podcast on Twitter. Okay, we want to see it. You send us a picture of you and your cat shirt. We'll send you a picture of us as Deezer. <laughs> we'll send you. We'll send you a <laughs> fucking picture of our assholes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh shit! 
That's right, everyone. So if you want to see Deezer, send us those <laughs> cats t-shirts, baby. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. All right. Well, thank you, Errol, for joining me in this deep dive into the world of cats. It's my pleasure. I'm going to go we'll... smoke some of those loafs. I got some loafs on deck. Sounds cool, man. I'm about to load up my bong with some cat shit myself. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm about to snort some cat piss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to Big Pesci Island Vibes Podcast. We'll see you next time. Woohoo! Adios. Bye-bye.